Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Matthew. Good morning, friends and faithful listeners. This is your host, Jen, with the P40 Ministries podcast. Before I begin our regular scheduled episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the term faithful listeners and why I use it. Recently, somebody asked me a question, why do you call the people who listen to P40 Ministries faithful listeners? Well, I thought it was a good term to distinguish this as a community. And I am also part of that community as well. I am also a faithful listener. So you guys aren't my faithful listeners, but rather we are people who have faith that are listening to the Bible. So we are all faithful listeners. And that is why I use that term and thought it was a great term to distinguish P40 Ministries podcast as a community of believers. Now, if you have a question or concern, you can easily get a hold of me at facebook.com slash p40ministries or at my website www.p40ministries.com. And it's pretty easy to get a hold of me. You can just send me a message over Facebook and I probably should message you. Now, Facebook says that I have a bad response time, but that is not true. I just don't respond to spam. (laughs) So if you're spam, I will not respond to you. But if you're a real person with a real question, yes, I will definitely respond to you. So let's read Matthew chapter 12 today, verses 14 through 29. Now we already read verse 14 on Tuesday, but I'm going to reread it just to um, give some context as to where we're at in this passage of scripture. So grab your cup of coffee and your Bible. Let's go ahead and start reading. I will be reading at the AMP version of the Bible this morning. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him, discussing how they could destroy him. Being aware of this, Jesus left there. Many followed him, and he healed all of them who were sick, and warned them not to tell publicly who he was. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel nor cry out loudly, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A battered reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not extinguish, until he leads justice to victory. And in his name the Gentiles, all the nations of the world, will hope with confidence. Then a demon-possessed man, who was blind and mute, was brought to Jesus, and he healed him, so that the mute man both spoke and saw. All the people wondered in amazement and said, Could this be the son of David, the Messiah? But the Pharisees heard it and said, This man casts out demons only by the help of Beelzebub, Satan, the prince of demons. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Any kingdom that is divided against itself is being laid to waste. And no city or house divided against itself will continue to stand. 
If Satan casts out Satan, that is, his demons, he has become divided against himself and disunited. How then will his kingdom stand? If I cast out the demons by the help of Beelzebub, Satan, by whom do your sons drive them out? For this reason, they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you before you expected it. Or how can anyone go into a strong man's house and steal his property unless he first overpowers and ties up the strong man? Then he will ransack and rob his house. Now, verse 14 we talked about on Tuesday, and that was where the Pharisees conspired against Jesus. They held this meeting to discuss how they might destroy him. They hated him. They were so jealous of him for constantly um, telling them the truth. They didn't want to hear the truth. They hated the truth. But Jesus is aware of this. It says in verse 15, Jesus, being aware of this, left from there. And many people followed him. So he had this crowd of people always around him because he was very popular at the time. He was able to do these mighty miracles that were from God, from the Holy Spirit, and he was able to do miraculous things. So the people loved him, of course, and they wanted him to heal them. And this is the first and I believe only time in scripture that Jesus heals all of them who were sick, or at least mentions Jesus healing all of the people in that multitude who were sick. So this could have been thousands of people that Jesus uh, healed that day. But he warned all of them not to tell publicly who he was. And this was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. So Jesus was not a person who wanted to toot his own horn. He was the son of God. He was humble. Firstly, he didn't want people to um, make him the king, which is what they wanted to do later on. So he was not out for his own gain. And so that is why he told these people not to publicly uh, proclaim this kind of stuff of what is happening because he knew firstly that people would try to make him the king and he wasn't out for that that was not his purpose of being on earth and secondly more multitudes would have followed him and he would not have been able to fulfill his purpose very well because he would have been constantly surrounded by so many people that he wouldn't have had time to develop his disciples or spread the gospel to other places or who knows what else, he wouldn't have had that time. Instead, he would have been healing thousands of people each day, just like he was right here. But Jesus also wanted people to be silent because this was fulfilling one of the prophets. This was fulfilling what the prophet Isaiah had said about Jesus. And it says in verse 18 through 21, Behold, my servant whom I am chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my spirit upon him. So yes, we know that Jesus had the Holy Spirit. I will put my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice to the nations, which is what Jesus did. He proclaimed justice and truth to the nations. It says in verse 19, he will not quarrel. He will not cry loudly. So in other words, he won't toot his own horn. He won't be a quarrel, quarreler. He will be humble. It says, no one will hear his voice in the streets. Verse 20 says, a battered reed he will not break and a smoldering wick he will not extinguish until he leads justice to victory. So this means right here, a battered reed 
Like I have reeds in my pond. They're really annoying. <laughs> they grow like crazy and it's really hard to get rid of them. But sometimes when the wind comes um, too strongly, the reeds will break in half. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll break. They'll still be connected, but they'll be broken. And it says that Jesus will not break the battered reed. And a smoldering wick he will not extinguish. So if you think about a candle at the very end of its life, you know, it just kind of smolders. It really doesn't do much. There's pretty much no use for it anymore. And same with a battered reed. There's not much you can do with it at that point once it's, once it's broken. But what this is saying here is that Jesus does not extinguish people who are crushed in spirit, the people who are poor. He sees value in those kinds of people. He sees value in the people who are hurting and going through terrible trials in their, their lives. He sees these people and he doesn't break them. He doesn't condemn them, but rather he nurtures them until he leads justice to victory. Now, this, of course, is referring to the last judgment when Jesus comes back and, um, judges the earth, which we will learn about in Revelations. But until this time, Jesus encourages people. He lifts people up. He nurtures people who are hurting. He is with people who are going through trials, and he encourages them until the very last day when we will all live with Jesus in eternity. Now, the last part of this prophecy says, and in his name, the Gentiles will hope with confidence. So this is um, just another picture showing how, you know, Jesus wasn't just for the Jewish people, but he was for everybody, the entire earth. And the Gentiles will hope because of Jesus. They will have salvation because of Jesus. So now in verse 22, there is a demon possessed man and he was blind and mute because of this demon. So this man is brought to Jesus so that he can heal the man. And Jesus casts out the demon. The people all wondered in amazement, it says. And they said, could this be the son of David, the Messiah? But the Pharisees hear all the people saying this stuff about Jesus. And they do not want the people to believe that Jesus is the Messiah. They don't want that because they don't like Jesus. They're extremely jealous of him. And they don't believe themselves that Jesus is the Messiah. So instead, they start spreading around this rumor that Jesus is a sorcerer. And that he is only able to cast out demons because he himself is the prince of demons. So in other words, they're calling Jesus Satan, which was beyond blasphemous. And I believe that there is um, another chapter in the Bible. I cannot remember where, but there is another chapter in the Bible that uh, when the Pharisees do this, Jesus says to them, if you are blaspheming the Holy Spirit, which is what is causing me to be able to cast out these demons, then that is an unforgivable sin. You do not blaspheme the Holy Spirit. So these Pharisees have greatly crossed the line into the blasphemous area. And Jesus says to them, any kingdom that is divided against itself is being laid to waste and no city or house divided against itself will continue to stand. So this is a famous passage that Jesus says to the Pharisees. He says basically that if, you know, a kingdom is divided against itself, say Satan starts casting out his own minions 
and his own demons and stuff like that. How can his, his kingdom stand? Well, it can't because he's casting himself out of people. You know, Satan wouldn't do that. He wouldn't cast himself out of other people or his minions. That makes no sense. You know, that is him dividing his kingdom by pretty much just being against his own minions. So Jesus says, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. And he says, if Satan casts out Satan, that is his demons, he has become divided against himself and disunited. How then will his kingdom stand? And then Jesus goes on to say, if I cast out the demons by the help of Beelzebub or Satan, who do your sons drive them out with? So Jesus is saying, you know, I am casting out demons right now. Your people, your Pharisees and your religious leaders, they cast out demons too. So who are they using to cast out demons? Are they using Satan or are they using the help of God, the Holy Spirit? Who are they using to cast out demons? So it just makes no sense is what he's saying. Now, Jesus continues to say, and I I think this is really funny, but if it is by the spirit of God that I am casting out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you before you even expected it. So he's basically saying to them, I am the Messiah. You know, you don't want to admit that. That is why you want to say that I'm using sorcery to cast out demons because you already know that I am, in fact, the Messiah. You just don't want to admit it because you believe that you are able to get into heaven on your own and that you don't need a Messiah. You are in this whole thing for your own selfish gain. And the fact that the Messiah is coming to you and telling you that you are wrong and that you don't actually know the law and the prophets and that you are actually uneducated people, even though you've studied your whole lives, it just makes you extremely angry and unable to admit the truth. And that's what Jesus is saying to these Pharisees. So he basically tells them, you know the truth. You have it right in front of you. You know that I'm the Messiah. You just don't want to admit it. Now, Jesus concludes this by saying here in verse 29, How can you go into a strong man's house and steal his property unless he first overpowers and ties up the strong man? Then the robber will be able to ransack and rob his house. Now, Jesus here is using an analogy to basically say that he is stronger than the strong man. He is going in and plundering Satan's kingdom. And when he comes back again the second time and judges the earth, Satan will be thrown out into the the pit of never-ending fire, is what the Bible says, and his kingdom will be completely ruined. So friends, join me tomorrow, 6 a.m. for another episode out of Genesis. We will be finishing up that story. I left you guys on a cliffhanger (laughs) the other day. Now, of course, probably most of you already know how 
the story ends. But for those of you who do not, that is absolutely okay. And you will learn more about that tomorrow to see what happens. So definitely join me tomorrow and tune in at 6 a.m. for that. Now, friends, I am going to encourage you to go onto my website, www.p40ministries.shop. And take a look at my shop. I have a couple new designs that will hopefully be coming out this week. I have to do some work on my store. I haven't done any work on the store since Christmas pretty much because my orders pretty much dropped after Christmas, understandably. But guys, I do want to keep you informed as to what is going on with the store because I have some brand new designs coming out for Valentine's Day and hopefully those will be up by the beginning of next week. So stay tuned for that and take a look at those. That is an excellent way for you to support P40 Ministries and everything that I do here on the podcast. I have some great gifts in the store. I have t-shirts and sweaters and mugs and bags and all sorts of other things that are great Christian gifts to give to people on their birthdays or for holidays. So take a look at those. I will drop a link in the bio of this podcast episode so that you can easily navigate over to the store and check it out. But friends, as I say at the end of every single podcast episode, happy listening and God bless.